Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Drop Shooter, and it is Friday, which means our dear friend, Corey Andrews, joining us. Hey, Corey, are you there? I am here. Good morning, everyone. Coronation weekend, Corey. Yes, I know you're <laughs> excited, aren't you? I am excited. Some people are not that excited about it. I think because there's such a big change that's going to happen, yeah. and our whole lives has been about Queen Elizabeth, so it's hard to have a new person step into those massive shoes, but I mm. know once it starts tomorrow, once we see the gold carriages and all the fabulous people dressed up and the, <laughs> the flags flying, and we see yes. all the fashion, you know Kate Middleton's going to bring it. I oh, think yes, we'll yes, get yes. more into it if you're not already there. Let's jump into the show because we've got a ton of details, mm-hmm. lots of stuff about the coronation. What time is it, my friends? It's it tea, time. tea time. So literally tomorrow is the coronation and Great Britain's royal family is really turning the page onto a new chapter. This is a new chapter. Mm-hmm. So the pomp, the pageantry, all that stuff we love that goes back a thousand years. This family has been around for a thousand years. They will be crowning a new king. However, there's going to be a few new changes to the coronation that's going to make it quite different from his mommy's coronation, which was 70 years ago. Mm. It's going to take place at Westminster Abbey, but it's going to be a little bit more toned down. Now, don't worry. It's still going to be ridiculous RuPaul drag queen over the top fabulousness. (laughs) I mean, they know how to put on a show, so they're not going to be wearing sweatpants and t-shirts. So it will be calmed down a little bit, but it's still going to be glorious. Let me just go over some details. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow it starts at 11am London time. 11am is when the coronation starts at the Abbey, which is 6am New York time. So it's early here in the States, isn't it? Now, do remember, though, before the coronation, there's a procession 
from Buckingham Palace to the Abbey. Mm. So if you want to see that, you really should think about getting up at five. So oh. my insiders tell me they're going to be leaving the palace at about 10.30 local time, which is 5.30. I know, Corey. Yeah, I'm Yeah, you missed that part. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you up to speed on that. Yeah. The service is going to last about two hours, Charles and Camilla then will travel back after the service, back to Buckingham Palace, mm. where they'll get on that balcony and they'll wave and hopefully there'll be thousands and thousands of people in the streets. They're a little worried about that. For the Queen, her Hmm. procession was five miles and it was packed. Millions of people. Charles, they've cut down to just a mile and my insiders tell me it's because they're frightened that not enough people are going to come out to fill five miles worth of procession. So they're going to make it a little bit shorter. People have been asking, and this is a good question, Charles is already the king. So the moment his mommy passed away on September 8th, he became the king immediately. Within seconds, he became the king. So what Mm. is all this about? It's more ceremonial. It's like a religious service. And back hundreds of years ago, before we had Twitter or email or even televisions, they wanted a big, ridiculous, over-the-top ceremony Mm -hmm. to show the whole nation that he was the king. So technically, he is the king. Tomorrow, he will have this big ceremony. And it is a religious element because when you become the king of England you also become the head of the church of England and so that's why it's going to be very religious he'll have the crown put on his head for the very first time various monarchs have used this since the 11th century and this is going to be I think a day of history even if he's not your favourite I do get it Mm -hmm. he's going to be the oldest king ever crowned in Britain Mm. I think if you're not that excited about him it's going to still be a day of British history where are you on this, Corey? Excited? Not into it? Where are you? Um, I am not over the top excited, but <clears throat> I agree. It is history and it is very interesting. I've been reading a lot about it. And of course, the part you just mentioned is really fascinating. The the anointing mm. aspect, which is where this whole ceremony happens, where you know he becomes, like I think it said, a conduit from, from God to the That's people right. as an anointed being, which I thought was really like over the top in a yeah. way, but also very interesting. So yeah, I think it's fascinating. I know there's also a younger generation that is questioning the monarch's relevancy. But I have to say also, I found out that Charles or the royalty there, they do participate in legislation. I thought they did not. They do have a purpose. Uh, they still. have an so, influence. So they yeah, have they no have technical role, but they are... Like a megaphone, if they want to push something through or help a government, they certainly can. So they Mm -hmm. are hugely influential. That's where all their power comes from, which is why tomorrow is such a big deal. Because Mm -hmm. if people don't care about this family anymore, they don't have any purpose. They go away. And so they want to pull people in. It's really tricky, isn't it? Because over the last 70 years that the Queen has been on the throne, we've questioned things as a society. I think Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. I think it's good. That we are questioning things today that we didn't 70 years ago. My mum and dad would never have even thought about this. But now they are. What did they do? Mm -hmm. Do we need them? Are they worth the expense? And also, let's be honest too, is it a good example to set that we have to back?
bow down to somebody because of who they were born to. Yeah. I would bow down to Oprah Winfrey in a minute because she's accomplished <laughs> so much. Oh, yeah, me too. But like now, Nelson Mandela, these are people that we should be curtsying and bowing to, not somebody be, be who became the king because his mum was. Let's be yeah, honest too, that the Brits are upset that this is going to cost them this coronation, not the family, not keeping the family, just one day is going to be over a hundred million pounds. And that's taxpayers, right? The taxpayers' money. So they are paying for this. And I think it's a good question to have. I'm personally going to put all that to one side tomorrow and just enjoy (laughs) the glorious day. And then we've got the the rest of his reign to to think about those things. To question this. Is it worth the money? What do they actually do? Mm -hmm. Harry is going to be there, but he doesn't want to be part of it. His disgraced brother, Prince Andrew, is going to be there. He really shouldn't be there be at there this point. in the first place. It's an yeah. embarrassment. So I think Charles, and I've covered him a very long time, I think Charles is actually really quite aware of all this. Mm-hmm. He's quite a ph- philosopher. He's yeah. very aware of public opinion. And he might even find it a little bit ridiculous himself. Like, he's the first king that's going to be wearing his military uniform to, to be crowned. Other kings have wore capes and silk stockings. So he's take, <laughs> definitely trying to yeah. take it down oh, wow. and not the carriage that they're going to arrive in is not going to be as old worldy as the one that they used to use. Mm-hmm. They're trying to modernize it a little bit. The problem is with modernizing this family is the fundamental elements, the base of who this family is, is not modern at all. No. It harpens back to a time that doesn't exist. Mm. Giving somebody all this power, all this privilege, just because they're a Nepo baby. I mean, yeah. that really is. Charles is the ultimate Nepo baby. Oh, my gosh, it of course. Really Here's, is. I mean, he gets everything just because. Just because. Just because. And he happens to be, I've got to point this out, he happens to be a good, decent person. I know people who know him. I even have a friend who emails with him, and they say he's a decent man. What would have happened if Andrew had been the first-born boy? Mm, Andrew would have been the king. So I don't want to put a system, I don't want to put uh, an entire entire institution in the hands of luck and we're okay if you get a good one but what happens if you get a bad one yeah you're right it's, a, it's, like, it's like rolling the dice absolutely rolling you the don't dice. know what you get and, um, and there also, has to be a better way yeah and some would argue maybe too about charles man though he's sort of like a philosopher and socially conscious but you know some would argue that people who love diana would argue That's that he right. might not be the best person yeah to make i know the best judgments are fair and honest so harry would argue that harry would yeah. argue that he is an adulterer his father mm-hmm. cheated on his mom mm-hmm. with the woman who's now going to be crowned queen i tomorrow. mean talk about scandal jackie collins could not have written this honey <laughs> I mean, we're Jackie. I know Jackie is up there going, why didn't I think of that, darling? <laughs> it's amazing how, and maybe we do this in our own families too, as somebody who's had a scandalous past, we just forget after a while, like, oops, mm. let's not mention that. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super under know. the rug. I found out recently that my mother's father, my grandfather, went to prison. Nobody mentioned <gasps> what? it. I know, just nobody no mentioned it. No one mentioned it. it, huh? All those years, just, it was wow. casually mentioned by an aunt. My jaw fell open. Oh, my goodness. So all families have secrets, but yeah, all, all families don't have the privilege that this family has. No. So I get it. Families should have secrets. It's part of life. We're sloppy people. We're not robots. <laughs> we're, we're human beings, so we're definitely flawed. But should we give 
all this power to one family. Mm. I don't know. I think there might be a better way of finding a king, but we're not going to think about that tomorrow. We're going to no, think no, about no. all the nice stuff. Our poll question of the day is Great Britain is turning a page tomorrow on the royal family. It's going to start at 6 a.m., actually around about 5.30 a.m. New York City time, Eastern Standard Time. Will you get up early and watch? You know I'm going to, but will you get up early and watch? Hey, <laughs> well, go you have to. You, it's your job. <laughs> Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Hey, Corey, what are you working on? Yes, well, you know, switching to entertainment royalty, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez <laughs> had the sweetest reaction when she uh, she heard what Ben Affleck thought she might most want to change about him. Hmm. Now, Affleck admitted recently on the Drew Barrymore show that Lopez would probably wish he was less talkative. <laughs> he is talkative. <laughs> yeah, he's a very chatty Kathy, that one, but she's yeah. never said that to me but that would be my guess he said so oh. Lopez had the chance though to confirm or deny Affleck's guess when she stopped by today with Hoda and Jenna this week and it turns out she loves her husband's chatty nature oh yeah she says he's probably more self-conscious about it than I even think about it she said <laughs> I actually love listening to him I love it he's so brilliant the way his mind works and he's such an artist he's so creative he's so passionate about mm. everything he does he gets going and talking and I'm just watching him like oh god he's so brilliant oh now, you know, she's gushing, of course. She's still in love with her Ben. She did burst out laughing when she first heard what Affleck said about her and admitted that he can be verbose. She says, you know yes. what? He's a writer and words are like his thing. So he does. He goes on. He talks. She said, I'm the opposite. I'm like in a way of very few words and I'm not a chit chatter in that way. She's but, not. You know, she says, I'm not like that. So we're opposites. And I will say that Jennifer is also very guarded. I mean, we have mutual friends and you mm-hmm. know her, obviously. She's guarded because I think she, things that she said to who she thought were friends would make it to the press and the tabloids. Right. So she's very protective. She's very guarded. guarded. Right? Yeah, I used yeah. to work for her as, as, mm-hmm. as you know. And so she has a very close inner circle. And when you're in a car with her or even at dinner with her, she's not a chatty caddy. Yeah. She's not the center of attention. She's not one of those celebrities like Eliza Minnelli, who's mm-hmm. always on, or a real housewife who right, always right. has to be the center of everything. Yeah, she's yeah. quite quiet. Yeah. And if you send her an email, you get a very short response. At first, when I started working with her, I thought it was a bit rude. Like, <laughs> so I wanted her to gush. I wanted to be friends with JLo, which yeah. I wasn't. I worked for her. We were never friends. I would love to have been, but she clearly did not want that yeah. and if you send her a question you get the answer yes no never very a maybe she's very very decisive very short answers the same with texting it's so interesting ben is a chatty catty ben, oh, yeah, oh i yeah. ben's chatty chatty and it's languages. just not her style and i've learned that you have to meet people where they are my yeah. bruce is not a chatty catty he's not mm. bruce has very few words and when when he speaks it's very interesting i love being around bruce i love listening to him but he doesn't rattle on like i do he yeah. doesn't feel the need to fill dead air mm, that i do i love that i, I know think you and i are the so same needy, needy, no you and i are needy. the same in that way joey's very you know joey when he does talk it's interesting it's it's engaging and he and he loves people but yeah i'm the one that's like i'm liza <laughs> um, yeah I'm, I'm like where's my feather boa i'll do a yeah, tap dance exactly yeah. if there's more than one person in the room i'm like it's an audience yeah <laughs> it's, terrible. it's terrible calm it down okay we have an update about jamie jamie fox's health mm. so jamie has spoken out and he's telling everybody 
But thank you very much. I appreciate all the love and feeling blessed. Kevin Hart is telling people that he hears he's getting better. But there's a bombshell new report today from Page Six saying it's not true. He's not mm. getting better. He's been in hospital now for three weeks. This is serious. Mm-hmm. When you go into hospital with a mystery illness, it's probably not a mystery to the people in the hospital. Maybe it is, but it's certainly a mystery to all Jamie's friends. I hit the yeah. phones. Nobody knows what happened. He's 55 years old. It was an emergency, a medical emergency. Hmm. He has been gone now for three weeks. Nobody has spoken to him. And this is what makes friends really suspicious, that even though he broke his silence on Instagram, friends are doubting that that was even him. Hmm. They're saying they've all texted him. They've all emailed him. And he was very, very good on text. And one friend, a real close friend, said to me, if he could post that on Instagram, he would have returned my text. We're worried. So if you're well enough to post on Instagram, you can text back your friends. I'm sure, sure. he's got hundreds of messages in his inbox mm-hmm. from friends who are worried nobody's heard back from him. Mm. We don't want to overstep this one because obviously it could be very, very serious. I think it is very, very serious. Yeah. But this is not good. And as time passes by, more of these stories are going to start popping up because people mm-hmm. are curious and people really want to know what's going on because they really want the best for Jamie. But I'm hearing, Corey, that this is much worse than, yeah. than what anybody's saying. Hmm. And, you know, also with the, the public text, you know, with celebrities, there's a whole machine in place that's trying to protect yes. their integrity because if they return to work, there's an issue of insurance and health and if they're able to complete a project in a film. So there very well could be a concerted effort by his team to put up a facade that he is doing well mm-hmm. because it, it tie, it's tied to his, his livelihood it's tied eventually. To his career. Yeah, yeah. And, but he might not be doing well, but gosh, I'm really hoping. He's one of my favorites. I think he's wonderful. That's and great. I'm, he's I'm great. He's somebody okay. who has worked with a lot of celebrities advised them, put out statements. My advice to his team is tell the truth. Mm-hmm. At the moment, don't worry about his career. Don't worry about insurance. Worry about him. Tell the truth. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend, Corey Andrew. Hey, Corey, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Last show, we talked about Gwyneth Paltrow, who was comparing her exes, Ben Affleck oh. and Brad Pitt, their sexual skills, what they're like in bed. Our question was, would you rather sleep with Brad or Ben? Let's have a look. <laughs> 60% picked Brad. Really? I might pick Brad. Ben. Who would I you think? think so. I like I like that broad chin and that dark hair. I Ooh. think Ben for me. Ben for me. I all the know. way. Brad's too pretty for me. He's too girly. Yeah, we'd be fighting I over know. the mirror, me and Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time it's for time our nicest of the day. Yes. Well, Jennifer Lopez, again, you know, she has nothing but good things to say about her husband, Ben Affleck, apparently all the time, 24 hours a day. But she says this time that he's great at taking on the role of stepdad of her two kids. While speaking to Hoda on today, she raved about the air star saying, well, he's wonderful. He's a wonderful father and a father figure to Max and Emmy as well, because he has his own three beautiful children. And then there's us. He's fantastic. He really steps up to the challenge of what that is and what that means. She continued of Affleck and they love him. They love him and they appreciate him. Now she shares her twins, Emmy and Max, 15 years old at this point with Mark 
Anthony, her husband, her, her previous husband, along with being a stepdad to Lopez's twins, Affleck is also dad to three kids, Samuel, Violet, and Serafina, 14 years old, whom he shares with ex-Jennifer Garner. So he's a busy stepdad mm. and a regular dad. So he's like maybe father of the year, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this. They worked really hard to make sure they blended their families. I was told that they wanted to get married pretty much immediately, but they said, let's just take a little bit of time to sort of let the family adjust to this. So they adjusted yeah, yeah. very quickly, Jen and Ben, to being back together as a couple. It felt right immediately, but they knew they just had to take their time. And one of the mm. reasons they're taking such a long time to find a house is it's not just for the two of them. It's for this big extended family and they want to make sure all the kids know each other. They all like, don't worry, they can all afford to have their own bedroom. It's not like, where do we have to share? So it's going to be a massive, glorious house, but they're trying to figure out what the best location is so they can see their mom, Jennifer Gardner. They can mm. see Mark Anthony. Is it by their yeah, school? Yeah. So they're My really goodness. doing a good job on this one. You can knock Jen and Ben a little bit, but you can't knock them when it comes to, to parenting. To they're the best parents. and nicest yeah. of the day. And now I notice they're naughty, naughty, naughty. naughty, naughty. naughty. Whoopi Goldberg has reminded Alyssa on The View, who's the boss. So Alyssa tried to mm. move a heavy conversation forward to a lighter topic, but quickly learned who was the boss at the <laughs> table. So she tried to move it on and Whoopi said, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. And then Whoopi looked at the ex-White House staffer squarely in the eye and smiled before adding, quote, before you move us on, let's make sure that we've exhausted this oh, conversation. Girl. Whoopi is the moderator of this mm, show. Yeah, Whoopi's yeah. the star of this show. Make no doubt about it. They say they're a panel show. They say they're an ensemble show. Uh-huh. Within the en- panel, within the ensemble, there's a little bit of a hierarchy and Whoopi's at the sample. top of that tree. Don't mess with Whoopi. <laughs> I mean, it's a little, it was live TV. You could see Whoopi. Oh, she's oh, like, I'm the I have bottom. to, I have to, I, just, I, I was reading about it and I was like, oh, oh it's my good. God, Watch I it. have to go find it. Oh, it's good. <laughs> and Alyssa backed down immediately. Well, she's like the junior member on the yeah. show. She's so the she newest well. person on the good. panel. So she, yeah. Alyssa was like, oh, sorry, I jumped the gun there. Mm. And Whoopi responded, that's okay. I gotcha. <laughs> I caught you. Yeah. <laughs> Do it again. You're done. fired. Yeah, yeah, get out. Okay, <laughs> let's end with a moment of rub. You're going to rub, you're going to rub, you're going to rub, you're going to rub. The key to finding new friends is breaking up old routines. We've been talking a lot about you all deserve, we all deserve great friends, but it's really hard to make friends. At any age, it's hard to make mm. friends. When you're younger, it feels like it's easier to make friends because your whole life is set up to make friends. Yeah, Not yeah. by accident. You go to school, you have play dates, you have your friends that you yep. hang out with after school. As you get older, all those fabulous mechanisms go away. You're not going mm. to school anymore. So it's not that it gets harder. It's that your world has changed. Mm. The way to make it easier is to change your routines. Yeah. You've got to get yourself in an environment where you're going to meet people who have similar interests. You've got to be around people that like what you like. So join clubs, join societies, go out. I force myself, and some nights I just want to sit on the couch, but I force myself to go to the theatre. I love mm. it. I have members of so many different clubs. I have so many different interests. That's where you make friends. Making friends is not an accident. You have to set yourself up to make new friends and the way mm. that you do that is by meeting new people. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Corey show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got, got to, to be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, Naughty But Nice with Rob.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 